0: From Mountain Home to Raft River, we've got all the District 4 analysis you'll need to know. This is the Magic Valley PrepCast with Scott Burton. That's right. It's another edition of the Magic Valley PrepCast, your weekly District 4 breakdown on idahosports.com. I'm Brandon Bainey. I'm the host of this show. And now let's bring in our District 4 guru. It's Scott Burton. Uh, Oh, actually, Tiger Woods in the house. What's going on, Tiger? (laughs)
1: <laughs> just, uh doing a quick little you know podcast before i tee off in the masters this coming weekend so uh you know uh, my time is valuable and uh but i thought uh, you know i'd do anything for my idaho, idaho sports people so here i am
0: wow what a guy if we could just get you to to film a testimonial for us that would be fantastic <laughs> Uh, so, again, second week in a row. Uh, if you are listening to the audio only version of this podcast at idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, you won't get to see what I'm talking about here. But if you're watching the video version of this at the idahosports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, you'll see on the bottom of our screen, we have these little name tags that identify who we are. I'm Brandon Baney, and that's Scott Burton. And last week, Scott, as a clever little uh, trick decided to put uh Kelly Leak from yeah. Chico's Bail Bonds in honor of uh, the Bad News Bears and baseball season uh, getting ready to start. And, well, this week on the PrepCast, we are dedicating the entire show to golf. And so appropriately enough, here's Scott with uh, the fake name of Tiger Woods on his display screen. And you've got a nice picture of Tiger in the background of your office there too.
1: Yeah, I've got a guy in, um, in L.A. who – actually draws these for me, and uh, I've got a whole bunch of them on the way he just put in the mail today, but, you know, that one that he's got right there of Tiger Woods he drew, he drew that one of Kurt Warner. Um, he's got this one right. I, yeah, right there. Card. That's He drew that one of Kobe, and then this one is really cool because he drew this one of, of, of Coach Krzyzewski, and in the corner right here, that's a picture of me and Coach Krzyzewski right there. And so I'm, I'm creating this uh, big giant wall of all these drawings and paintings and, and whatnot. I've got my Ram stuff over here, limited edition. I have another uh, contracted artist. I,
0: He's going to show us. <laughs>
1: I'm going to show you that drew that one for me.
0: Okay. And that's Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup from this past uh, season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I am turning my... Office into this uh, collection of, of sports art drawn by real people that, uh, that I know that I've talked to.
0: That's pretty cool. Uh, it's all the teams I hate, but you know <laughs> <I'll>... <laughs> I can't stand yeah. Duke or any of the LA teams really. Um, you know, my I had an uncle that passed away a couple of years ago, and he had a bunch of old sports cards and memorabilia, and he just kind of divvied it up amongst all of us nephews. Mm-hmm. And I, I found one of those kind of like what you had. It was like a hand sketched uh, drawing of a player. Uh, it was Rick Myer of the Seattle Seahawks. So not not nearly oh, wow. as cool, but
1: wow. <laughs> you're pulling that one out of the archives.
0: Yeah, that was an old school one for sure. So uh, anyways, to work it back around here, Uh, we were talking about Tiger Woods. He's going to be competing in the Masters uh, this weekend. And on one of our other prep casts, uh, we don't usually go outside the boundaries of the Magic Valley, but this was a really cool story Uh, on our Treasure Valley prep cast that I do with Logan Green each week where we talk about the smaller schools in District 3. There is a freshman from Coal Valley Christian uh, that is competing at the National uh, Drive, Chip, and Putt Competition at Augusta National down in Georgia. Uh, it's for children that are ages 7 through 15, and she's 15. So this is her last year to to make it, and she's down there uh, competing right now representing Cole Valley Christian. It was kind of a cool deal.
1: Well, that is way cool. I mean, that's bucket list stuff to get to Augusta. You know, for, I mean, middle-aged guys like me, it's like, man, that's that's the best – bucket list thing you could do. And here's a 15 year old down there, you know, actually participating in something. So, I mean, that is way, way awesome. Very cool. If I had to do it all over again, you know, I mean, since we're talking about golf, I mean, I mean, I played football, basketball, baseball, and ran track in college. Didn't really pick up golf until I finished playing college baseball. But if I had to do it all over again, I would have been born with a golf club in my hand because that, I mean, I mean, I I've, I've finished playing all those sports and now what do I got? You know, I have, you know, a, a 14 clubs in my bag that I throw about every other shot. Um, and I love the game of golf, but I wish I had started it sooner. So for the kids that are out there listening, it's, it is going to be worth your time, worth your while to pick up a golf club while you're young. Not only because you're going to enjoy the sport, you know, for as long as you can walk, but. There are so many opportunities in college for scholarships and money to get you know for golf everybody wants to be the star football player start volleyball basketball get after some golf That's yeah
0: what I'm there's a lot of great golfers in the state of idaho um, that fly out of the radar you know in terms of spring sports golf is unfortunately towards the the bottom of the list in terms of exposure because there's baseball softball track tennis uh, all these other things that are going on, but we wanted to dedicate an entire show to golf. And to be fair, uh, I did get an email, and so we want we want these emails from from the viewers and the yeah. listeners. If there's if there's topics that you want us to talk about, please send me an email, Brandon at IdahoSports dot com. Uh, that's what a Kimberly fan did sent sent me an email said, "Hey, can you guys talk about some golf?" And I said, "Absolutely, let's do it." Um, yeah, because we, I mean, there's a golfer in Chalice this year. Uh, Kellyanne Strand, and she will be heading to Nebraska on a full-ride scholarship to be a part of the Cornhuskers golf team starting next fall. And yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's lots of those stories throughout the state of Idaho. So uh, we're going to yeah. shine the spotlight on, on the golfers, and one particularly in the Magic Valley that is a fantastic golfer. Uh, she has been her entire career, but last year really came on at the state level, and that's Reese Scary from Kimberly.
1: Yeah, Reese is just one of those uh, kids that is just a competitor. She signed to play at uh, Lewis Clark State College. uh, But she brings all the intangibles with her, too. I mean, not only do you want a good golfer, you want a good kid. She's a 4.0 student. She's a three-sport varsity athlete. Um, You know, she was a top-ten finisher in cross-country, first-team all-conference in basketball. So, I mean, you know, many things she could have gone on and played some basketball if she wanted to at the next level, but she chose golf as her, her path this, this time. And, you know, I mean, she's senior class president, she's involved in her community, you know? So, I mean, they're getting a pretty good all around kid who just happens to be a heck of a good golfer.
0: Yeah. uh, Helped uh, Kimberly at state last year. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they had a runner up finish in the team title, but she was the individual medalist and state champion.
1: Yeah, she was the first one, uh, first female golfer to ever win the individual title uh, for Kimberly High School. But her team finished second. And uh, you talk to her coaches, then they'll tell you that's what ticked her off more was they took second. You know, I mean, yeah, of course you want to win an individual title, but when the team title stings a little bit, uh, that tells you you've got you've got a competitor that's uh, in it for the right reasons. Um, and that's what uh, that's what this this. Scary girl is all about. She is a competitor, um, but really values the team aspect of golf too, which is sometimes gets lost in golf too because golf is the one sport that you cannot point fingers at anybody. You know, I mean, when you screw it up, what are you going to do? You're going to blame your caddy? Well, wait a minute, you don't have one. Are you gonna blame? <laughs> what are you going to blame? Can't blame the weather because everybody's playing in the same stuff. So it's the one sport that really does kind of focusing on the individual and with that sometimes the team aspect gets lost but uh it's not lost on Reese and that's what uh, that's another cool thing about her
0: yeah so uh the magic valley always has a lot of good golf invitationals and competitions during the regular season and we'll certainly be keeping an eye on kimberly uh as as they get closer to state i feel like golf is always one of the first events uh, it's t- to wrap up in the spring as well. I feel like golf gets done like way earlier than the rest of the sports. So you know, postseason golf is actually like not that far away. So,
1: yeah, no, I mean we are looking through the calendar. I mean we're getting to that midway point where, you know, you got to start kind of ratcheting up your game because state is like you said right around the corner. It's flying by so fast. Um, but uh, uh, and that's you know that's true for all the spring sports right now.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. So yeah, and, and golf too, I, I, I'd be curious to know in Idaho, um, and I'll admit I don't know this, but in other states where I've lived, Montana, Nebraska, Wyoming, uh, when you go to a golf competition, you have your golf coach, obviously, but once your player tees off, you are not allowed in those other states, you're not allowed as a coach to kind of follow him or her around the course and give them advice. It's kind of like, okay, you right. teed off and you're you're on your own. Um, so there, so there's a lot of individual ownership in golf too. I feel like,
1: Oh, there's no question about it. And that's one of the things that makes golf really unique is, you know, I coached golf, um, at one time too, and we had a, you know, state players and, you know, once they teed off, we were done, you know, I mean, we had to back off, let them do their thing. Couldn't talk to them at all, you know? And so the golf coaching and the golf mentality, I mean, you talk about, and you hear about these golfers that just are tough mentally, well, you've got to be. That is the one sport where you are just alone in your head all the time because you don't have the caddy in high school. You don't have that sounding board. You don't have anybody there to hear you gripe and complain and and what do I need to do? Why am, why am I shanking it? Why is it coming off the hosel? What's going on? You don't have that. And so the mental game and the preparation um, is so crucial and so that's why it's so hard for some of these high school kids because you know it's it's one thing to play with a coach walking beside you it's another thing to be turned out on your own and then have to have the mental toughness to battle through some of your own problems and so that's why you don't see a lot of these great golfers and it's because they just don't have that hold on the mental game and golf is a different animal
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know that uh, in terms of where Kimberly is competing, I know Homedale has always been a tough golf program. Uh, Bonners Ferry is really coming on. They've got a really young golfer that will probably push Reese in the individual competition as well. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to keep an eye on. And Reese Gary from Kimberly, like you said, not just a great golfer, not just a great athlete, but a great person, 4.0 student. And uh, she she's on a on a great trajectory forward. So that uh, yeah, was awesome you know, to hear.
1: It is, and you know, and one last thing I'll say about her too is, is that she's also the kid that understands that you have to put the time in. Um, you'll find her on the summer in the summers working on her game. She plays in the IGA juniors, and you know, she even went back to North Carolina to represent Idaho at a week-long state champions tournament at Pinehurst, getting to play, you know, six, eight, nine there. Uh, so it's she's putting in the time, but You know, again, you you talk to the people that know her and they're going to tell you that she loves the pressure, thrives under the pressure, which kind of goes right back to what I was talking about. You you just don't find those kids that handle pressure very well anymore in this day and age. The way the kids are these days, I mean, we can get into a whole segment, a whole show. Of the mentality of kids these days and their ability to handle pressure, to handle adversity, to overcome things, it's disappearing. You know, just as a as a person, not just as an athlete, but as people, we're losing it. And um, you know, golf is one of those things to where, okay, fine, you better have some coping mechanism because things aren't going to go your way a lot on the golf course. So you better figure it out and able to handle the pressure. And you ask the people that uh, know Reese, they'll tell you the same thing loves the pressure can handle
0: it well yeah that's so great to hear you're right uh we don't handle as a society we don't handle adversity very well right now so <laughs> we know <don't>. we know <laughs> that's for sure okay so let, let's continue the golf conversation the big story for golf next year is going to be this this splitting of the classifications the ihsaa at their last meeting as we're recording this they had a meeting today not this meeting but the one that was a couple months ago uh they decided to send five a and four a golf to the fall and they will keep three a two a one a in the spring and this was at least from what i saw and kind of observed mixed feelings on both sides let's start from the perspective of five a four a and of course there's an entire four a conference in the magic valley um now those athletes will have to shift to the fall where The weather, at least to me, doesn't seem like it's going to be as good.
1: Well, it's such a mixed bag on who you talk to. And over the course of the week, I I talked to a lot of different people, Uh, some golf pros, some golf coaches. And nobody is settled in on one popular idea because everybody is saying, I see the pros, I see the cons. Here they are, you know. Um, And so you, you talk about the weather. You know, I think the first thing that people think about is, oh, my gosh, the fall weather is fantastic. That would be awesome. Well, true, but think about what happens um, towards the end of October, beginning of November, when everything starts to change and how football games and football state playoffs are played in just absolutely miserable conditions and freezing conditions. Well, golf is going to be facing that now, you know. And so you talk about weather, yeah, maybe the regular season is going to be great, but your state tournament is most likely not going to have the best weather. And so there's that argument, but then the people on the other side say, well, that's what spring's all about anyway. They're so used to it by then they should be fine, you know? So you're getting both sides of that. And so the weather thing, yeah, at the beginning is going to be great. State tournament probably isn't going to be all that awesome.
0: And my personal opinion, if the trade-off is crappy weather early, beautiful weather at state or good weather early, crappy weather at state. I'd rather take the first choice. I'd I'd rather at state the weather be nice. You know, in Montana, they did this switch and there have been state golf tournaments where there's snow. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality of where we live. So.
1: Yeah, it is. It, it's well, you know, the funny thing is it's probably the reality of whether you have it in the fall or the spring. Sure. <laughs> It doesn't, it's not going to, it's not going to discriminate (laughs) whether you're playing in the fall or the spring. It's just Idaho weather.
0: Yeah. So from what I've, uh, what I've seen proponents of the move to the fall came from a lot of the Boise area schools. And they say basically, Hey, in the springtime, we have a tough time getting, getting time on the course. Uh, because that's when the general public also wants to golf, right, is in the spring. and They have to – the schools have to go to the various golf courses in their communities to to get practice time in, and they uh, run into that a little bit where the schedule gets really full in the springs, and they think in the fall there aren't as many people golfing. But, again, I don't know that i buy that because there's just as many fall leagues as there are spring golf leagues.
1: Yeah, it, and it depends. I, I talked to two different golf pros that said – two different things you know um one of them was not too keen on the move uh because some of the better weather now but, but you got to keep in mind too that you're, you're talking fall you're you're talking really late summer I mean because it's going to be August um it's going to be into the September um I mean those are two solid months and so I talked to a couple of pros that were like yeah we don't want to give those months up but then I talked to another one that said, "You know what? By that time, people are moving on. Um, they've already played the entire summer. They're more likely to shut it down. We're in the spring. People are just jonesing to get out there. They're just anxious to hit the golf course. And so they will golf through some crappy weather in the spring because they've been sitting all winter long waiting to play. And so the anticipation's a little bit more in the springtime. By the time fall rolls around, even though the weather might be a little bit better." Um, they're more likely to stand down because they've been playing all summer and so really you've got two schools of thought and and i heard it from both sides from a couple of different places saying the total opposite things and so if you take that straw poll from around the state i bet you're getting that same thing
0: yeah it seems like a lot of the boise area coaches players etc are in favor of it up north Coeur d'Alene, post falls they hate it they they want to keep it in the spring um, they're not keen on that at all. And the other big factor to consider is golf is one of the, the few sports where you can have a 5A through 1A competition, and it, it can be an equal competition. You could have a 1A school that has a golfer that's just as talented as a 5A school. And so by splitting up the classifications, what you're going to do is, like in the fall, you know, these 4A schools, where, where are they going to go to compete? I mean, they're going to be facing the same teams all the time. And the same thing in the spring, a school like Kimberly, well, boy, you know, you've got the teams in your conference and what, Marsh Valley, Snake River, it's going to get really old playing those same teams all the time at these invites. Whereas when you've got 5A all the way down to 1A together, you can get a little more variety and even some bigger tournaments.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, the other thing too, is, is there are some three A's around here. In the magic valley that host really good golf tournaments that draw in a lot of people and uh, that's not going to happen anymore so you do have some of these teams in the magic valley that are going to look to uh go play elsewhere they're going to go find tournaments in utah and nevada uh, just to replace what they're going to miss with those three A's. now again it's a lot of it really is kind of based on location You know, the Boise Valley is a completely different animal, too. I mean, Boise Valley is so their own Vatican, it's ridiculous. I mean, first of all, it's the banana belt, weather, whatever. Um, Secondly, they have so many schools there, especially 5A, 4A, that they, I don't know much is going to change for them. You know, the only thing they may want to get out of town once in a while to come to a Jerome Invitational, you know, or whatever the case is. But they're so inclusive up there. Um, but then you get to a place around here, the Magic Valley in particular, where we've got basically four A's, three A's, and two A's. We don't have any five A's. And so four A's, the Great Basin Seven, they are going to be absolutely taken away from this giant golf picture that we have built with Kimberly and Buell, who are really good golf programs and, and hold invitationals, and, uh, and it's not going to happen anymore. And so it affects us, I think, and in some other portions of the state too that have the same makeup a lot differently than it does a Boise school. And and that's you know, no fault of Boise. That's just the makeup of the of the schools in the area.
0: Yeah, up north, I mean that's that's all these tournaments are. It's you know, post falls to Bonner's Ferry to St. Mary's. They're 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 all competing at these big large invites, and that's gonna go away. The teams up north are really gonna struggle. With that as well so uh, it appears we're as clear as mud on this move <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, i know i know you know and there's there's another component to it as well i mean because you're going to be able to find arguments on both sides of the, of the coin on this one you know another argument that works in favor of the move is that this will be golf is really the one sport i mean you think about the high school sports right Golf is gonna is the one sport in the spring that you start playing without really having practiced for months, right? I mean, you talk about starting cold and just jumping right into a season. Well, the fall is going to eliminate that, you know, because these kids will be having worked on their game all spring, all summer before they hit their stride. And then if you want to look at it from a perspective of, well, you know what? I want that golf scholarship. You know, I want to, you know, get some looks. Well, you might have an opportunity now a little bit better because you've been practicing all this time before you actually hit these tournaments, including state where in the spring, it's like no practice, crappy weather, maybe there's snow on the ground. So now I've got to, travel somewhere else that doesn't have snow and play in the 25 mile an hour winds. I mean, but you've never worked on your game in the spring, right? Fall, you get that opportunity. So there is an argument for that as well. And like I said, you're going to find it on both sides.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, spring or fall should have just kept it together. Keep, keep everybody together. And the argument is, well, at the smaller schools, kids that are golfing might do other sports in the fall. But to me, aren't there more sports in the spring? I mean, they're, they're choosing golf over baseball or softball. I mean, I, th- I don't think you can worry about that. I don't think it matters what season you're in. The kids that really want to golf are going to golf.
1: Yeah, you're, you know what? It's, you're going to lose some, you're going to gain some. You know, there's, some, there's a school around here that's going to lose their uh, number one girl to volleyball and they're going to lose their number one, two uh, boy to soccer. You know, uh, and so unfortunately, it's going to hurt that particular school in our conference a lot more than it will some other schools. In fact, it might make some other golf teams better because the guy that you really wanted to play was on the baseball team, you know, and that's what he did is he played maybe basketball and baseball. Well, guess what? Now we can play golf. So, (laughs) you know, you're just going to have to pick what's important to you and stick with it, but also understand that there's a completely different argument and there is a yin and yang to every facet of this move.
0: Yeah. Let me, let me ask you how realistic is it? Because where, where I grew up in Montana, I was in eighth grade when they made the switch to move golf from the spring to the fall. And my high school had a really outstanding football player quarterback that went on to play uh he was actually a punter for the University of Montana but he was also a great golfer in the spring and he said well I, I want to do both and they said okay come to football practice and then when that's done go get go get around it and that's your golf practice and, mm-hmm. and you can do both you know we see all the time players that play soccer and also kick for the football team Um, we see athletes that run cross country and play soccer. How feasible is it for somebody to golf and do another sport?
1: Well, I think, I think golf is the one thing that you can really do it with. You know I mean? Think about it. The the tournaments, golf tournaments are held on Mondays for the most part. There's nothing else going on on Mondays. And so if you have some sort of arrangement or, or agreement and the kid's able to keep his grades up or her grades up. Then why not allow them that opportunity? You know, they would just go practice on their own. I mean, that's the, it's not like they're going to a gym and shooting 100 free throws and, and going through a workout. You know, go go hit the range for an hour. Go go play nine holes and, and record a score. Just you know, something like that to to, to show practice. And you can do that anytime. Um, and then play your tournaments on a Monday. Just have some sort of arrangement with your other coaches that this is what it's going to be but I think it's definitely feasible, definitely feasible.
0: Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll, we'll see how fall golf works and how many athletes are doing that plus something else and how, how that might be affected. But for now, I guess one final spring season for those four a schools in the magic Valley we'll have a spring send off. And then but think about this. They're going to golf all spring golf, all summer, and then golf all fall. There's not going to be a break.
1: That's going to be awesome if you're a golfer and you love it, (laughs) you know, because it's you're right. Because as soon as this spring season ends, I mean, you're not just taking the summer off to goof around. I mean, you need to be working on your game because you've got a season coming up here in just a little bit. So I'm really interested to see really, Brandon, how the scores are going to change a lot, too, um, through the course of the season. And once we get into state, like we talked about, what is the weather going to? Um, because yeah, normally it's state golf in the spring, chances are the weather's a whole lot better, but we're downtrending in the fall, heading to some really nasty possible conditions. So I'm interested to see the weather. Number one, how that turns out at state number two, I'm interested to see how good golf is in the fall because during the regular season, cause you're not generally battling all the spring conditions uh, and then three i'm interested to see how many athletes are able to do golf and another fall sport so those are the really the three things i'm looking for uh, at the end of next year
0: yeah. It'll be a lot to keep an eye on, but uh, we'll, we'll do it. And uh, I liked this, you know, taking a break from some of the other stuff going on just to talk golf. You know, I, I enjoy golf. I'm terrible at it. like you, uh, I'm awful at it, but I still enjoy right. going out and just hitting the ball. So.
1: Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I love to play golf. Uh, golf is a, I grew up on a golf course. Uh grew up, you know, even though I didn't play until afterwards, I still grew up playing. You know, um, and love to get out and play. Just played in Boise at uh, Shadow Valley for the uh, AD conference over the past weekend. So, uh, <clears throat> love to play me some golf. It's it's so much fun. And yeah, uh, I mean, not, I mean, what what other sport you get to throw things, uh, swear a lot, <laughs> and and then you know try to hit people and just yell for? I mean,
0: it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, before we duck out too, I wanted to give another shout out to another Kimberly athlete we talked about last week, Gatlin Bear. You know, Mm -hmm. we did that prep cast and then all of a sudden the football offers just came piling in Utah State, Boise State. And I mean, he's only a sophomore. (laughs) I mean, this is going to be, again, we talked about it with uh, Colston Loveland Uh and Amari Whiting. Uh And now you've got Gatlin Bear. I mean, it is just one after another, these standout, and even Jackson Bear, these standout, big time Division One athletes coming out of the Magic Valley.
1: Yeah, and it's so cool that uh, if you know if our little podcast had any type of reach uh, to to get the word out um, and draw attention to these kids, man, that's 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 awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, th- that might've been coincidental. I'm not sure, but we'll take the credit for it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We
1: will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt. All right. Well, we'll be back next week to break down more spring sports action. And again, if, if there's an idea, if there's a team player story, something you want us to talk about, shoot me an email, Brandon at idahosports.com, And we'd love to, to break it down for you here on the magic Valley prep cast. So until then for Scott Burton, Uh, Tiger Woods. I'm Brandon Bainey, and we'll see you next time on idahosports.com.